the home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this edition of the Flyer Feedback slash the Bud Light Postgame Show. I'm John Tisdo, along with former Flyer Rex Gardecki. He's with me tonight, uh, filling in for John Bedell. Uh, John is uh, on uh, still on uh, paternity leave. Congratulations to John and his lovely wife on the birth of their second child. Matter of fact, uh, they made an appearance at the first four in the practice yesterday. So congratulations to John and his lovely wife, Leah. All right, Rex, so Dayton is uh, moving on to the second round of the NIT and a future date against uh, their former teammate, Rodney Chapman. But, uh, Rex, this was a very impressive performance against uh, Toledo where they shot uh, over 50% from the game, 60% in the second half to Ron Holmes, 20 points. But Kobe Elvis, Rex, really a solid performance, 11 points and 8 assists as they as he really stepped up his game. Uh, after with uh, no Malachi Smith still out with that ankle injury. Yeah, it was a great performance by really the whole team tonight. I thought the uh, defensive effort in the first half was really, really good, John. Um, their team is scoring over 80 points a game, and, you know, that's tough when you go on the road. Uh, it's great also. Christian Wilson got some minutes tonight. I knew he had to get some. You know, Kobe can't go the whole 40 minutes, so that just shows uh, – you know, I've watched Christian for four years, and he's a type of kid. He could play at probably a small Division One or definitely Division Two school. But, you know, he's such a great kid and a great student. So I'm happy for him and his family. And, again, the defensive effort, uh, what can you say about Deuce Holmes? I mean, my gosh, he just gets better and better every day, John. Yeah, he, he really does, Rex. I mean, this was an impressive performance by Deuce. Again, 20 points on the night, uh, made 10 field goals as uh, they got the job done. And uh, also, I thought a solid performance by Kobe Brea. Another good game from him, Rex. 13 points and 10 rebounds. I think, now Rex, I think I I had it in the Bud Light pregame show, double digits down seven of the last eight games. Now I make it, I think, now eight of the last nine games. Uh, Rex, Kobe Brea really has developed into a solid player off the bench. And not just off the bench, now, Rex, he's now having to play starters minutes and be that be that off guard, that starting off guard with Mally Smith uh, not available right now. Yeah, he's uh, he is such a tremendous shooter, and he's only going to get better, John. I think he's a late bloomer. You know, he had some difficulties in high school. He didn't get to play the one year. They didn't think he was good enough. And, uh, you know, if you put him out in the wing, if we can get some dribble penetration, he is probably as good a shooter as there, you know, is there in the league? And if not, maybe in the country. I know I know Bucky, you know, our friend Bucky Bachhorn loves him. And he says, you know, he's a potential NBA player, but only being a freshman. And, you know, when he shoots it, it looks like it's going dead center every time. Yeah, we saw that certainly in the game against uh, against Davidson, where he had 18 points, Rex, including that three-pointer that uh, put them up 78-76 in the final seconds. But just the energy, the defensive energy, Rex, you touched on this uh, just a moment ago, and I know Larry and Keith talked about it during the broadcast. The defensive energy that the Flyers had against this Toledo team, Rex, because uh, Toledo came in, they had four players in double figures. You had Ryan Rollins averaging 19 points a game. You had uh, JT Schumann, who had 15 points and shot over 57% from the field, Nearly fifty one, nearly fifty one percent from three. Cedric Milner had fourteen points per game, and R.J. Dennis came in averaging twelve. Rex Dayton's defense really did, I thought, a very effective job of slowing down this Toledo uh, offense, only limiting them to fifty five points. Milner, yes, had eighteen points. Rollins had fourteen points. 
And Dennis, yes, had 13 points. But Schumann, he was held, Rex. He was 0 of 11 tonight, <laughs> 0 of 7 from 3, uh, did not score tonight. So Dayton's defense yeah. on him was really good. Yeah, and, uh, you know, this team hangs its hat on defense, John. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Um, I worried about the pace tonight. But, to, you know, I think one thing helped our defense are, our, you know, we were making so many shots that they didn't get anything in transition very well. Even in the second half when they started to make a little run, I mean, we were scoring right with them. And when that happens, you know, you got to get the ball to the net. By that time, you get your defense back set. So, um, you know, if we can continue to play this way, uh, going to Nashville, Rodney Chapman, I'm sure he's going to be looking forward to this. And, uh, you know, it's a tough place to play in that, in that, that small place. So we'll uh, keep our hands, fingers crossed, and hopefully we'll find out here in about two or three hours, you know, where we're going to be and uh, when we're going to play. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and Vanderbilt is a team, Rex. I've had a chance to see them a few times this year uh, on, on television, and they have gotten better. Uh, they, they were a program that was descending uh, right at the end of the Kevin Stallings era. We'll, we'll have more on that uh, coming up as the rest of the night goes on. Pick up on that when we get back. What does Coach Anthony Grant think about this win? Well, you're about to find out. He's standing by, about to talk with our own Larry Hanskin. That's next, right here on the Home of the Flyers. The Home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. The Home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Larry Hanskin back in Toledo where the Dayton Flyers defeat the Toledo Rockets. First round of the NIT, 74-55 to the court with Coach Anthony Grant. Brought to you by Pickle Schaefer and Ebling, the only law firm you'll ever need. Find out more at pselaw.com. Boy, a lot to get into this game, but you just, you know, overall, um, you wanted to make it difficult for Toledo, and you look at their offensive numbers coming into the game, and you look what they were able to do tonight, you made it hard. Yeah, our guys did a really good job, and, you know, give, give uh, you know, Toledo credit. They, uh, they got a really good team. They got a really good team, and they've had an outstanding year. Um, you know, our guys understood the task today, and I thought did a really good job of making it difficult for them. Your bench, you used your bench early. I, I thought you used it well, but, um, you know, no matter what you do, if the guys don't perform and don't just give you minutes, it's for naught. What, what would you say about your bench play tonight? I thought we got really good minutes off the bench. I thought guys, you know, contributed in a lot of different ways, offensively, defensively, rebounding-wise, uh, understanding the role, understanding the, what we needed to do. Um, really, I, I thought from a defensive standpoint more than anything else, I, we, didn't, we didn't lose ground defensively. And then we were able to get out in transition and make, make, make some plays as well. So I thought we got good play all, all around tonight. Um, Kobe Elvis, uh, you know, has to be you know, log some heavy minutes yeah. at point guard for you tonight. Scores 11 points, fine. Had seven rebounds, eight assists, and just one turnover in 34 plus yeah. minutes. That, that's yeah, yeah, I love those numbers, and I think you know he he's still he's learning, you know, and obviously we're asking him to play a completely different role than we've asked him to play all year for us, you know, under the circumstances. I thought he did a really good job, and I thought he got better from the first half to the second half in terms of understanding what he needed to be able to do in terms of running the team. Um, you know, so it, it's it's all a learning process, like we like we said before. This is all you know growth for us as a team, understanding you know what it's like playing in the postseason, understanding how to take advantage of where we have strengths. And uh, so I thought I thought this was a good a good step, and glad that we get a chance to continue playing. Yeah, and and everyone else learned on the on the fly, if you will, with Elvis about how to play with him. I thought guys guys made adjustments to just what the new reality, for lack of a better term. 
Well, every game's going to bring a different challenge, and I thought the, the adjustment that the guys were able to make is understanding where we had an advantage, and they took advantage of that. That was good to see. You know, Toledo made some runs there in the second half. You know, they, they have a, a very explosive offensive team, and uh, our guys were able to respond to that with runs of their own. And uh, so, so, yeah, so it's, uh, you know, we'll, we're excited with the win, and we'll get back and find out when we play again. Yeah, we know who. We yeah. know where. We just don't know when. Exactly. All right. Okay, Coach, we'll let you go. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, so, that, there again, we know who. It's Vanderbilt. We know where. It's in Nashville. Kind of know when, Saturday or Sunday. So, when we do find out, we'll sure let you know. Well, on behalf of Keith uh, Wallace-Kowski filling in for the legend tonight, I'm Larry Hanskin. Again, our final score in Toledo. Dayton 74, Toledo 55. Now stick around for more of Flyer Feedback. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Brought to you by Bud Light. Where there's fun, there's a Bud Light there. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. Frickers, for over 30 years, has been the home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. Care Source, individual and family health insurance that has you covered with kindness. Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating, make your parking lot look great again. Go to VandaliaBlacktop.com to see how. And by Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. University of Dayton Basketball is a presentation of 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. The announcers for today's game were chosen in conjunction with the University of Dayton. Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Flanagan's Pub. For all of your UD Flyer game day food and drinks, check out the newly remodeled Flanagan's on Stewart Street. Enjoy that same Flyer faithful experience you've grown accustomed to since 1976. Bud Light, where there's fun, there's a Bud Light there. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. And by Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Now the Dayton Flyers advance to round two of the NIT and do so emphatically. Our final score is Dayton 74, Toledo 55. And that's how it ended tonight as the Dayton Flyers advance to the second round of the NIT as the Dayton Flyers again advancing, they will play Vanderbilt in Nashville. We know who. We know where. As Larry Hanskin said, uh, we need to know when. It's either going to be Saturday or Sunday. The question is, is when? So we'll find out uh, what time it's going to be on uh, on uh, sometime later in the day. John Tisdo, along with former Flyer Rex Gardecki. Rex joining me here. So, Rex, just overall, we just heard Coach uh, Anthony Grant's comments. Really, it goes back to the bench he talked about, talked about the play of Kobe Elvis, and he also talked about the defense, kind of things we were discussing. But to really, Rex, Dayton really played an impressive 40 minutes tonight. And, and Coach Grant, I know, was really uh, happy about the effort this team gave. Yeah, I think uh, 
you know, play off the Richmond game. I hate to go back there. And I, you know, and I've said this publicly and I've said it on the radios. We've talked with, if Malachi was in there, we would not have lost that game. There's Agreed. not a doubt in my mind. So, uh, you know, it took Kobe Ellis a little bit of time. You know, he's not really played the one for the last three months of the season. So right. even though he played it a lot last year, it's a different role, John, when you go into it from playing the two to the one. And he did a great job tonight. Um, you know, he'll have his hands full at Vanderbilt because of their, you know, their strength and their size and everything. But just a, a great team performance. Guys coming off the bench, as you say. Uh, Moo did not Moo uh, Cisco did a great job coming yeah. off the bench. He got about seven or eight minutes. He's just a, a big physical guy, and hopefully, he's going to give us more minutes. Mustafa's did a good job. Tumani is as he always does, he's always on the boards, blocking shots, and doing a good job. So, it was a total team effort tonight for this Dayton Flyer team. Yeah, no question about that, Rex. And Vanderbilt presents certainly a lot of other challenges, uh, certainly with the way if you've ever been to Memorial Gymnasium in Nashville, mm-hmm. they've got those courts on the on the baselines. It's completely different than you've ever been there. And Memorial Gymnasium, I know back in its heyday, especially in the late 80s and early 90s when they had Barry Goheen and Scott Droud yep. and uh, Billy McCaffrey, Ronnie McMahon, they always had good guards, always good shooting, dramatics as well. They always had guards who could shoot the three. Scotty Pippen Jr. and you get former flyer Rodney Chapman. Jerry Stackhouse has done a nice job of upgrading the talent level because it was a mess under the way Kevin Stallings left that program. He did a nice job, but it just went it nosedive right there at the very end. And I think it was Bryce Drew, I think, who they had hired, and he just couldn't. It just did not work out well. But Jerry Stackhouse has come in and is at least revitalize the talent the talent level so much better there Rex than it has been in years but they they present a lot of challenges to this flyer team and you mentioned the strength um but it's also a Vanderbilt team that is worn out they're not a D team like we saw with Toledo tonight so they do present some challenges but they're not a D team yeah they've they had their problems in the uh you know in SEC run and uh in this I understand kids want to leave for different decisions, but, you know, one of Robbie Chapman's things, he said he wanted to go to a team to get to the NCAA. So, unfortunately, he went the wrong way. (laughs) Yeah, he did, unfortunately. And Chapman was banged up also a little bit during the the, uh, season uh, for the Commodores. Fire fans, want to get your take. 937-457-1290 is the number. We want to talk about this win. Also talk about this season. By the way, update on some scores right now. The the game just wrapped up at the uh, first four. Wright State advancing. They are moving on. And will play Arizona Friday night. Uh, they beat Bryant tonight, ninety-three to eighty-two. Uh, just a solid ball game. Tanner holding thirty-seven points as uh, they're going to be advancing to the uh, to the first round. Uh, checking out some NIT scores from uh, right now. Uh, SMU leading Nichols forty-five forty. That game is in the second half. Also in the second half, Northern Iowa over St. Louis fifty-one forty-two. These games are in the first half. Long Beach State over BYU, 10-6, 1429 left to go in the opening half. Iona leading Florida 9 9-8. Of course, Mike White, the Florida head coach, uh, taking the Georgia job. Georgia just a has just been a mess for years. Uh finals from earlier today, Wake Forest over Towson, 74-64, and Virginia holding on to beat Mississippi State 60 to 57. And of course, some of the other ones. And Rex, we were talking about this a little bit. Uh Xavier, of course, beating Cleveland State last night. But um, Probably the big story down in uh, down in down I seventy five. Kevin Steele will not return as head coach, and uh, their interim co- they have an interim coach who will be coaching this team the rest of the postseason. Yeah, it's 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 a crazy game today, John, and you know, everybody wants to win right now, and the fans want to win now, which I understand that. But yeah. 
it, it just takes the time and it just never seemed like it was a real good for the coach at Xavier. It's yeah. just, you could just get the vibes and talking to people in the Cincinnati area that this was not going to last. So the big question, and this is, you know, what we were talked about, you know, there's two names rumored to possibly come back there and you and I know who we're talking about. So yes. it, it's, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I can't, I just can't see him taking the Sean Miller back. No. I mean, all the, you know, all the insulin, NCAA problems and such. And, you know, it's, you know, they've got to make up their own mind. So in the next few days, it'll be interesting to see who they select. Well, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see, Rex, of course. Uh, and it's possible Dayton could play Xavier uh, if they mm-hmm. if those two teams take care of business in the second round. And that game right. likely is going to be down at the UD Arena. Of course, um, right. UD Arena not available certainly tonight because of the first four. But, of course, they've got high school basketball boys finals taking place um this coming weekend, and that's why Dayton and Vanderbilt are going to play in Nashville. Dayton, of course, the number one seed, and uh, Vanderbilt going to be the number four seed. Here's what I find that's interesting, though, Rex. Dayton w- wore their white jerseys. They were the home team. <laughs> home team. And, and you had Toledo. And they were playing. And Keith Balskowski and Larry talked about this during the broadcast. They had the flyer introductions, the the player introductions, the the videos during this game. So this was com- – and there were a lot of flyer fans at the game. I know Devin oh, yeah. Hall- Devin Oliver's parents were there. Uh, there were uh, former players, I think, that were that were several former players were at this game. So Rex, the Flyer Nation was well represented uh, down at the uh, down until up up in Toledo tonight. Yeah, it was a, a great. You know, it's as we talk about, we've got the greatest fans in the world. John. Yes, we do. There's no doubt about it. Where, wherever we go, and uh, you know, I was able to see Brady Ewell's dad there and Dan Christie, who I know very well, and yeah. you said Devin Oliver's parents and. You know, just just our, our fan base going into it. But I thought the same thing watching it. The Dayton is in their home uniforms and Toledo's in their, their road uniforms. So it's it's crazy, but you know, it's it's how the seating went. We you know we were the higher seat, yeah. so that's understandable. And by the way, we are thinking about our friend Devin Oliver. He posted a video on Twitter. He was in Japan, I think, for that earthquake. And if you if you follow Demo on Twitter, he showed some of the video. It's just it was just awful in his apartment. It's He's terrible. okay. So, Demo, uh, if you're listening out there, we're thinking of you, sending positive thoughts your way out in Japan. Of course, the people affected by that awful earthquake uh, in Japan. Thoughts and prayers to you guys. It's just uh, that it's just devastating. So, just I'm just glad that Demo is okay. But it just yeah. looked like a mess when I when I saw the video this afternoon uh, driving up here. Uh, but Rex, uh, one thing uh, one thing I really wanted to get into was you know playing the NIT. This was Dayton's first win in the since they won all the NIT the, the whole thing back in 2010. They lost in 2011, lost in 2012, um, and they certainly did not win. They didn't win a game in 2019 or even last year. This was their first Rex yep. NIT win since they beat North Carolina to win it all. I know the NIT. I know the NIT Rex back in the back in the day was a big deal. It has gone it, it is not as much as it used to be. But what can winning and competing Rex in a tournament like the NIT do to help a basketball program propel themselves for next year? Well that's what I was just gonna mention, John. Really this this win is gonna help more next year than it's gonna help now. Uh, now they played in a tournament level t- t- tournament level type of game. They went on the road and they won. So I feel just like you. I I think this this game sets more of a tone for next year, right. and this gives a chance to build on next season. I'm sure as we've talked during the season, Iran will get in the weight room, and I just can't imagine 
with him with putting 20 or 25 pounds on him, the way he runs the court and does things. Same with Ingo Malachi, Jumani, who's a worker in the weight room. And you get Kobe Brea, which I think needs a little bit of that work. Yeah. So it's only, it's only going to help us more next year than I think this year, John. I agree with you, Rex. And just I, I understand how the optics look for some Flyer fans that are more my generation. Um, uh, I'm, I'm class of 2001. I, I get that. But it's still an opportunity to get these players, these because Dayton's one of the youngest teams I've seen on Twitter. I understand how Flyer fans feel about not being being left out on Selection Sunday. Rex, I get that because they were so close. And as Maxwell Smart would once say on Get Smart, rest up on that much. And that's true. They did. Yep. Uh, you don't know yep. what would have happened if Indiana lost. You don't know what would have happened if Davidson held on and beat Richmond. That's not what's presented. It's about what do you do now. And yep. – this is an opportunity, Rex, for the Flyers to just get get the job done. And it gets to the next point also, Rex, to the, and I'll go ahead and get into this before we go to the break. Malachi Smith certainly did not play. Uh, he had a boot, as Larry Hanskin described during the broadcast. If Dayton get, I'm not sure what his availability will be for Saturday's game against Vanderbilt in Nashville, but... If he if it gets to Xavier, maybe even if Dayton gets all the way to Madison Square Garden in New York, do you see a situation where Mally plays? Well, the, the, the real question I would have as as a parent of a, of a child, you know, is this going to hamper him in the long run? Right. And if it is, then I don't blame. I mean, I'm I'm sure the the trainers are taking care of him. The doctors are looking at him. I'm sure he's had the X-rays. He might even had an MRI to see if it was broken or not. So I think that's going to be a decision that I think himself and his parents and uh, Coach Grant will have to make. And if it's something that's going to hamper him, I say no. Yeah, and and just you, you want him healthy for next year, and uh, certainly. Yeah. Uh, they've got, I know, a point guard that's coming in next year. Uh, that'll certainly help provide depth that's needed. Flyer fans, Dayton a winner against Toledo in the first round of the NIT here on this Wednesday night. Dayton a winner over in, uh, in over at Savage Arena here. Uh, the final score once again, Dayton 74, Toledo 55. We'll have more on the other side of this break. It is John Tisdell and Rex Gardecki, the home stretch of this edition of Flyer Feedback, coming up right here. All home the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back to this edition of Flyer Feedback, the home stretch of it here on the home of the Flyers. Dayton, a 74-55 winner at Toledo in the first round of the 2022 National Invitational Tournament. I'm John Tisdo, along with former Flyer Rex Gardecki, in tonight for John Bedell. And uh, Rex, solid performance by Dayton, uh, shooting over uh, 52% from the field, uh, yet 52% from the field, including over 60% in the uh, second half. Deron Holmes, 20 points. Kobe Brea, 13 points and 10 rebounds. And Kobe Elvis, 11 points and uh, 8 assists, uh, doing a great job at the point guard position in place of the injured Kobe Elvis. Uh, Coach Anthony Grant talked about it in his postgame comments with Larry Hanskin-Rex. A good bench play. Kobe Elvis doing the job at the point guard position. All in all, pretty good 40-minute uh, 40 40 effort by the Flyers. It was a great, great victory. And um, 
get back to Coach Grant. And, you know, I think so much of him and what he does with this program and the stability that he has. And I think that's why they perform well tonight because nothing seems to really face him one way or the other. A lot of coaches would just, you know, be dying without Malachi playing. That You know, you never hear Anthony talk about it in the last three days. And I know they can't because of a certain situation of rules and stuff. But, you know, he's just – he's that's why he's such a great coach because he's steady, he understands the game, and nothing seems to phase him. No question about that, uh, Rex. He, he seemed uh, focused on the job, and he did a good and he did a good job keeping this team focused, especially after the disappointing loss on Saturday. I know you and I were pretty down uh, doing the show on Saturday. I know Flyer fans are pretty down about it. Uh, reading the reading it on Twitter. I know texting with uh, John Bedell during the game and talking with uh, my good friend Mike Purvis. I know not only before the game but also the next day on Sunday. I think everyone was just in a, just a bad mood, a foul mood that they were likely going to miss and then they miss it by just one team. But regardless Rex, the job is now is not done yet. The season's not over. Nope. Dayton gets win number 24 and out's on to Vanderbilt and we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's going to be a, a a good road trip for the kids. Uh, they'll probably, you know, the way it looks, maybe play Friday or Saturday if it does. Uh, they'll get their practice in. They'll get back late tonight. Larry will be on the show tomorrow morning early, filling the this in. What's what's going on? Absolutely. So, uh, All right. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. So uh, you know, Vanderbilt's an SEC team, so it should be a good test for us. Flyer fans, that will do it for this edition of Flyer Feedback. Dayton will play Vanderbilt. Uh, either it's going to be likely Saturday or Sunday in the second round of the 2022 NIT in Nashville. We will find out the day and time. Our coverage on the radio will begin an hour before tip-off. Then Larry Hanskin will have the call from Nashville, followed by Flyer Feedback after the game. That's Dayton at Vanderbilt in the second round of the 2022 NIT this weekend right here on the home of the Flyers. For former Flyer Rex Gardecki, I'm John Tisdo, reminding you once again, Dayton 74, Toledo 55, the final score tonight. And as always, Go Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk.